Hey everyone, this is Pastor Steve from Faith Community Church, and you are listening to Faith That Works, podcast ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. We're so excited that you've taken time to listen to these words today. Our desire is that this would push you to a closer, deeper, more meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening. Come on now. If there was ever a day to get rowdy, it's today. Come on, church. I mean, good night. Even the Methodists are shouting today. I mean, come on. Sorry, Fred. Had to just do that. Amen. You need to understand this is the greatest day in history. Everything is possible because death could no longer hold him down. So now he has the power to overcome anything you would ever face. He has the power and he gives it to those who will ask of him. Does that make sense? So I know today would be a a, a beautiful day for us to start on the resurrection. I know some of you are thinking today that, hey, you know, I got ham on my agenda. And so if you could just make me feel real good for just a minute, I'll get out of here. And I have lots of eggs and and deviled eggs. You can't eat deviled eggs on Easter Sunday. What's wrong with you? You can't do that. I mean, but some of you are going to do it anyway. But we're going to have ham and and non-angelic eggs. We'll call them that, okay? And so... But, I, but, I, but I'm not going to start with the resurrection. I'm going to start on the, on the flip side of the resurrection. I'd like to start today with the depravity of man. I'd like to start with our need. Bo's fired up. I'd like to start with our need. So James chapter 2. I know you're thinking, are you going to read us the Easter story? I'll get there. Because Jesus is the hero of our story. Can I get an amen? But we got to talk about our dilemma. Our dilemma in James Chapter 2, verse 10 says this, For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for what? All of it. Some of you are here this morning saying, I'm doing my Easter obligation and I'm a good person. You are not good. You are guilty is what you are. You're guilty. And if you've broken one law, You're accountable as if you've broke them all. Then Romans 3.23, Jim about stole my thunder this morning. Romans 3.23 says this. We got that. It says, for all have sinned. Everybody say all. All All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Who sinned? All. Is that you? That's you. That's me. So I'd like for you to just imagine today, if I could take you one-on-one, I'd share this just with you one-on-one today. But I want to say that no one noticed today my shirt. Anybody see that? Anybody notice that today? Just now when I pointed out? My shirt is flawed. Right? I, I put it on flawed. But I tried to hide it. I tried to keep my arm kind of down low because I didn't want anybody to see it. It's my sin, just like your sin. Hey, I'm trying to make you feel good about yourself, but you were born in sin. You were born flawed. Everybody understand that? You were born with a flaw, and your shirt, your heart, is flawed. You can try to hide it. You can try to cover it up. 
You can try to do all kinds of things so nobody knows. Some of you here this morning saying, if people knew what I really was, if people knew what I really had done, if people knew who I, oh, oh, I don't want anybody to see that part of me. I'm telling you what, there's a God who already sees. And can I remind you of something? He loves you anyway. He loves you through it. Did you hear that line? I broke my heart. How many times Jesus broke his heart to heal your heart? Think about that. But then here's the way, here's the way life goes. I'm born flawed. But then it just kind of gets worse. Because then at some point in my life, I faced what we'll call trauma. Trauma is what someone has done to you. You didn't ask for it, but someone has greatly violated you. Someone molested you. Someone raped you. Someone uh, abused you. Someone did something to you. And then I want to show you what this does. Even at an early age, that's why, that's why the enemy is coming through people and circumstances to try to destroy you at an early age. He brings trauma to damage your heart even greater. Anybody following this? Oh, man. If, if, if it hadn't have been for what so-and-so did to me, that, that thing that they violated me, I was just a child. Look what they did. And then... Then not only do we have trauma, we have, we have tragedy. Parents divorced. Some, someone died. Someone you were really hoping would help you, uh, let you down. Uh, a, a disease uh, came and ripped your parents from you or ripped your spouse from you. Or somebody one day said, I don't love you anymore. And they moved out. And my heart, my heart. Hearing this? I was already flawed. What's happening now? I, surely the, the, the trauma of life, the tragedy of life, and then, then I get caught in my own traps. I try to fix, I, I, I try to, I turn to drugs. Got to cover up. I got to cover this up. I don't want to feel this pain anymore. I don't want to feel this hurt anymore. And so God, I go to drugs. I go to alcohol. I go to sexual desires. I, I go to fulfill all this need selfishly. And my heart just keeps getting, look what's happening. My heart keeps getting torn apart through my trauma, through my tragedy, through my own traps, my own devices. I, I just had to talk to a father this week. And a mother whose, whose son OD'd on drugs this week. And on his path to getting clean, he thought he could fix himself. It's tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic what the condition of the human heart becomes because of the hardness of this world, the darkness of this world, the tragedy, the trauma, the, the traps of this world wear on our hearts. Can I get an amen? You believe that? Some of you here right now, you're like, that's me right now. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got this. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it myself. No one will know what's happened. I'm going to just fix it. I'm going to put this back together. 
going to, I don't even, my heart's so messed up, I don't even know where to start. But I'll be a good person now. I'll go to church. I put money in the blessings bucket today. I'm getting right with God. Here I go. I'm going to fix myself today. And so by our own methods, I can't even keep this duct tape together. And so we're, anybody ever tried to fix yourself? Anybody ever tried to fix yourself? Say amen. Tried to fix yourself? You said, I I don't, I can make this work. I, I know, I know everybody's been through something. So I can just, I can make this work. I, I can make this work, and nobody will know. I'll hide it. I'll hide it. I'll hide my pain. I'll hide my past. I'll hide my addiction. I'll hide my dependence on things. I'll hide my, my sexual uh, deviant. I'll, I'll hide my drugs. I'll hide my, I, I, don't, I don't drink that much. It's just to help cope with life is hard. My food addictions, my, my things that I, that nobody, I can't let anybody know what's going on, but I'll hide it and I'll fix, I'll fix myself. I'll fix myself. How am I doing? You can say terrible, it's okay. I don't know, who cares? It doesn't matter. But how, is it better? No. 1 Corinthians 15. Watch this. For our dying bodies. Can I tell you what this is, what I'm wearing right now? It's called death. This is death. My sin, my tragedy, my trauma, my trap. If I die today, I'm in trouble. I need everybody to hear that. If I die in this condition, I'm unacceptable to God. And then people say, where's the hope? The hope's in Easter. Watch this. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. And our book, go back. Don't get ahead of me now. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into, wait a minute. So what I need is transformation. What I need, I cannot do for myself. Let's go on now. Then when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death. Swallowed up in victory. Keep going. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in, say it with me, death. And the law gives sin its power. But thank God, He gives us victory over sin and death. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, what do I do? Can I tell you the first thing you're going to have to do? You're going to have to admit you have a problem. You, you have to admit. Some of you in here today have been there and you've said, Whew, I recognize that shirt. I had that shirt. I, I, I was, that, that's my shirt you're wearing. 
That's my tragedy you're wearing. That's my trauma you're wearing. I was trapped. I was caught. I was locked down. I had no hope. So what do I do? Here's what I'm telling you. Here's what we'll do real quick. I didn't think this through very good. That's all right. That's all right. It's Easter. We're gonna, we can't make a mistake on Easter. Because I want to make sure. There you go. I'll put that down. And here's what we'll do. Jesus is in the shirt business. Are you hearing that? Now, you, you can't buy this shirt. You can't be good enough to buy this shirt. On Easter Sunday, Jesus got up and bought a shirt factory. You hearing that? It used to belong to the devil, and Jesus says, it's not yours anymore, it's mine. And so guess what he does? He now, he takes our terrible shirts, he takes our wicked hearts. Now, that's why, see, I want you to understand something. He, he, he doesn't, thank you, I got this for just a second. He, he, he doesn't, he doesn't make us better. He makes us new. You got to hear that. Because see, some people will say, oh, okay, thank you for the shirt, but, but I got I to gotta fix this one at the same time. And can I tell you, the, the only thing you can do, you just got to, it's got to go. That old shirt's just got to go. It's just got to go. Some, some of you, some of you feel like, well, I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll never forget telling William on a Friday night right over here in this building when he said, wait a minute. What, wait, this ain't, that's, that's incomprehensible. It, it's, it's unimaginable that this is what I deserve and this is what he's given me. And I said, oh, it is too good, but it's true. It's not too good to be true. It is too good. And it is true. It's true. It's true. Jesus arose on Easter Sunday. He wrote a check on Friday. It cleared the bank on Sunday. He bought the farm. He bought the shirt factory. It's all his now. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's still on you. See, that, that's the thing. He, he's buying shirts, but you've got to ask. See, that's where people get hung up. People get hung up because they think he's just handing out shirts to people. He's not just handing out shirts. Hey, one, hey, one day we'll get to heaven. Hey, God's, God's too good. God's too good. We're going to all go to heaven one day. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm not here to burst your bubble today because you came on Easter Sunday thinking that's going to get you to heaven. It's a lie. You're not coming. You, you can't be good enough. You can't come to church enough. You can't be... None of that's going to get you to heaven. The only thing that's going to get you to heaven is new shirts. Now, look at, look at John. Mike, get us to John chapter 20, verse 8. John gets to the tomb and says, Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in. So, so I, I need to take you to the tomb today and ask you to look in. And he saw and what? Believed. See, you can see the new shirt, but you got to believe in it. You have to believe. And I'm not talking about believe like I believe Abraham Lincoln was president and I believe George Washington was president. I'm saying when you believe in Jesus, it changes you. All of a sudden now, the man who traded me shirts, he can tell me whatever he wants to do. I'm good. 
because he's got me a new shirt. So I will follow him. Nobody has loved me like Jesus has loved me. Nobody has ever loved me. Nobody ever will love me like Jesus. No one does this for My wife loves me. She didn't do this. She didn't do this. My Savior did. And so when he says jump, I say, yes, sir. Why? Because if he loves me like this, I can trust him. I can trust God. You can trust God today. You may not understand it all. All you got to understand is you were dead in your sin, but you can be made alive in Jesus if you'll look in and you'll see, see the empty tomb and believe. You have to believe because believing is what the change comes. When you believe, then that changes you. When you believe, you start living different. You start acting different. You start walking different. You start talking different. All of a sudden, your life is different. Why? Because I believe. I saw. I couldn't believe. We talked about men's prayer yesterday. It's actually what he didn't see. Because what he didn't see was Jesus. Because guess what? He wasn't there. He looked in the tomb for Jesus. And Jesus was not there. And it wrecked him. And he believed. Now, look what Jesus said before he ever died in John chapter 11. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? I know I do. I believe it. I know that one day my body's going to collapse. I know that one day my body's going to give up. See, I'm not planning on dying. I'm just going to the next place. I'm jumping on a train. I'm going somewhere else. I'm not dying. Don't, don't, don't mourn for me when I go. Mourn for you because you're here. Get happy because I'm in a much better place than any of y'all will be. Dennis Hommel's not in a bad place today. He's better than all. Can you imagine Easter in heaven? Can you imagine what the angels are rocking on Easter Sunday in heaven? The Lamb risen, worthy. Oh, one day we'll be there. Can I tell you something? You will never die. Somebody just told me this week, Pastor, I'm afraid to die. And I said, you don't have to be afraid to die. If you know Jesus... Now, will we miss, I know all of us in the natural feel like we'll miss parts of earth, but I'm telling you what, one day we're going to die and we're going to be in heaven. And I'm going to tell you something real quick. You're not going to get to heaven one day and be like, well, dadgum, it's not as good as I thought. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. No, but. No gravy in heaven? What's wrong with this place? What is going on? What are you talking about? Right? So, so don't ever think one day you're going to die and be disappointed with what you see when you open your eyes in glory. You'll be blown away. But now listen, you have to ask for the shirt. You have to ask, can I, can I share with you a verse that people don't say in churches anymore? We talked about this the other day. You must be born again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. now wait a minute, that's offensive. You telling me I have to do this? Yeah, I love you. I, I'm not telling you. If you're a good person, if you try your hardest, God gives an A for effort. That's not what we're talking about. Do you believe? 
It sounds too good. It's too simple. It's not simple for the Lamb of God who broke Himself on a cross for you. Just because it's cheap for you doesn't mean it wasn't cheap for Him. But what you got to do is say, Jesus, I want a shirt today. Jesus, I need, to, I need, I need a new shirt today. God, I can't, I can't keep living. I can't keep living. I can't keep living like this. Can't keep living like this. This is this is disgusting. This is wrong. This is not what this is not the life God intended for you. He sent Jesus to die on a cross and on the third day be resurrected so you could live. For how long? Forever. Forever. You know what Easter tells me? I ain't afraid of nothing. Now I'm gonna be honest, I'm still afraid of roller coasters a little bit. But that's because they're unbiblical. The Bible says, lo, I'm with you always. <laughs> so so I, that, I'm just following the Bible in roller coasters. That's all I'm doing. Right? So we still have some natural fear. But hey, you know what? And people are like, would you be willing to die for your faith? In a second. In a second. No questions asked. To die for my faith would, would be an honor. To, to enter into glory knowing I stood up for my Jesus, that's no question. And, and to know that one day my body might decay to the point that my heart stops beating and I take my last breath, but I'm transported to heaven? I, I'm not afraid of that. Because I look good. I got a new shirt. I'm not, I don't have to stand before God wearing this. Because he, here's the thing. A lot of people are going to stand before God looking like this. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Because they didn't ask. He, he's not just giving out free shirts. He's giving out free shirts to people who will ask and who will say, Jesus, I, I give my life to you. God, you please clothe me in your righteousness. Give me what you have and I'll live my life for you. Then Jesus is like, oh, here you go. Here you go. Now, I'm not saying you've got to live perfect, but I'm saying you have to ask. You must be born again. Would you bow your heads? Close your eyes. It's a simple message but it's powerful. It's a simple message, but you have to decide right now, do you believe? Not, are you a good person? Not, not is, is everything going according to my plan? Not, not, have I been to church enough? I try, has my good outweighed my bad? You are guilty. You are guilty of a ripped, horrible shirt. And only Jesus can give you new. Only Jesus can make you new. Will you listen right now? Will you just listen? I would imagine in this room this morning there's somebody that doesn't know Jesus. And all you got to do, listen is ask. It's available. He died for you. He rose for you. So he can take your terrible shirt. You're ripped by life. The tragedy, the trauma, the traps of this world have wore you out. And this morning you're so tired because you've been duct taping yourself your whole life. And it's not working. It's not working. And here stands Jesus. Here stands Jesus. 
the Lamb of God, risen with power to give you today. But you must be born again. You must be born again. Hey, you're not going to go to heaven one day and stand with your mama or your daddy or your spouse or your children. You will stand before God. And you can stand with your new shirt on. And God can say, welcome home, son. Or you can spend your whole life trying to fix yourself. And you're never going to get there. So everybody in the room, we're going to do something together today. Some of you have been in the room, been a Christian for a long time. And we're going to pray a prayer, all of us together, out loud. Some of you are going to pray this prayer for the very first time. And today's going to be your birthday. Today's going to be your Jesus birthday. Some of you are just going to be reminded of how good God has been. So we're all going to say this together. Would you say, Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. I admit I'm a sinner. I admit I've tried to fix myself. And I come to you in need. I believe you died for me. I believe your death covers me. And I'm asking you today to come in my heart and to change me. Jesus, thank you for rising on the third day and giving me power and giving me strength and giving me hope in every situation. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I prayed that for the first time today, I want you to just raise your hand real quick. Just raise it. We want to celebrate with you. Anybody prayed that for the first time today? Anybody? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today. You've been listening to Faith That Works, a podcast ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. This is Pastor Steve Nanny, and if you made a decision to follow Christ today, we would love to know about that. We would love to help you. We have resources we can send you that would be a help to you as you begin your new relationship with Jesus Christ. Go to our website, www.fccindianapolis.com. Leave us a note there, or you can email me direct, Pastor Steve at FCCIndianapolis.com. Jesus is in the business of changing lives, and we know he'll change yours if you will just invite him in to your life today. God bless you. Check us out again soon. Come back for all our podcasts, and thanks so much for listening. God bless.